Hello to you listening in Warsaw, Poland. And coming to you from Whidbey Island, Washington, this is Stories from Women Who Walk with 60 Seconds and a bit more for Thoughts on Thursday and your host, Diane Wiska. Late, one snowy night in Poland, more than 1900 years ago, Babcia was sweeping her house. She was the best housekeeper in the village, and although she lived by herself, her little cottage was as bright as a groshi. Her painted walls were gay with color. Her carved doorway or carved bed, her little carved chairs were waxed and polished until they shone like the soft satin of some rich lady's gown. From sunup to sundown, Bobcha was at work in her tiny house, so it was no wonder that she was still sweeping late this snowy night. When she had finished her sweeping, she opened her door to brush the snow from the doorstep. The moon shone brighter than she had ever seen it. The snow lay in large drifts like silver, and the frozen river gleamed. The wind blew sharply, and Bobcha shivered as she turned to go into her cottage. Suddenly, a warmth came into the wind, and it was filled with a most delicious fragrance. What could that be? Babcha wondered. Where does it come from? She looked down the road, and there in the moonlight was the most marvelous procession she had ever seen. First came an outrider on a huge stallion, the outrider had a long, curved sword. Silently he came, the hoofs muffled in the snow. Following him was an endless line of horsemen, arrayed in magnificent colors. Each of these was followed by a servant bearing a lighted torch. The hoofs of the horses sank deeply into the snow. They were also silent. Behind the riders came carts, filled with all manner of folk dressed gaily in silks. They had tents striped red and blue, finely woven rugs. They had cooking pots of brass and copper rimmed with silver, dishes of silver, and jeweled drinking cups. All of these flashed brilliantly in the moonlight. Bobcha could hardly believe her wondering eyes. On came the procession, cart after cart, wheels sinking into the snow. Silently they moved. At the end of the procession rode three men, the most wonderful she had ever gazed upon. At a signal from one of the three, the whole procession stopped. One man was little and old. He had gray hair beneath his turban. His beard was gray, but his eyes were young with watching. He was dressed from head to foot in a garment of gold, the color of the rising sun. One was somewhat taller and younger. His eyes were dark and his hair curly. He was robed in silk, the color of evening, violet and purple. 
Then came the third. Never before in all her life had Bobcha seen any man so tall. His face was as beautiful as though it had been cut from an old coin. His skin was black. He was an Ethiopian. He was wearing the color of the noonday sun, orange and flame. The first of the three held gold in his hands. The second and third carried small chests from which came the fragrance that Bobcha had smelled, frankincense and myrrh. At first, the three did not see her. The Ethiopian was pointing to the heavens. The others were looking where he pointed. Bobcha gazed, too. Right above the three was a star. It was so bright that it dazzled Bobcha's eyes. Even the moon seemed pale beside it. As Bobcha stood there in the doorway of her cottage, the second spoke. Do you watch the star also? Bobcha was so filled by the music in his voice she could only curtsy. It leads us to the king, said the first. Will you not go with us? asked the Ethiopian. We will carry you safely to the child, and you shall look upon our Savior's face. Bobcha's eyes fell on her broom. She said, Oh, no, sir, thank you, but I cannot leave my house, sir. Why, it takes me all day just to brush and sweep it. The three looked upon her sadly. The first gave a signal, and the procession moved on silently through the snow. Bobcha stood and watched until its last shining jewel had passed from sight. Be sure to join us tomorrow to hear the conclusion of our story.